I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. That's Cynthia Freeland. You see her all over the NFL Network, joining us each and every Saturday like she has all season long. Cannot begin to tell you how much I appreciate you, my dear friend. How you doing? How's the puppy? You know, sometimes he gets himself into trouble, but other times it's, it's okay. He's okay now. <laughs> it always scares me. When, it, when he makes that noise, you know, like something's coming back up. So we have to, yep. <laughs> but, we, but we're good. We're, we're good. He's, yep. he's okay. He just does puppy things like eating things he's not allowed to. Um, I had five. I now have three. I hear that that noise of uh, about to vomit uh, often. Yep. So, um, yep. yeah, I, yep. I, I hear you, it's, my friend. I'm not, not an ideal moment. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. And I'm glad your dog is doing okay. All right, let, let's let's do a deep dive. By the way, you're, you're following mommy, me, Mama Mimi. So, um, <gasps> I don't know, know how that's going to be. That's not going to go well for me, you know? Well, that, it doesn't she, go well for anyone, but so she likes the Eagles because she just she okay. thinks Purdy is 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 you know too young, and she loves Kansas City just because she's got a huge. She loves her some Patrick Mahomes. I, I think Patrick Mahomes has to be her favorite player in the NFL. So I mean, Patrick Mahomes could you know lose an ankle, and she's still gonna she's still gonna say that he he's gonna win. So she's she's on the Kansas City and Eagles. Marianne. My mom's the same way. She's obsessed with it. She's obsessed with Patrick Mahomes. Obsessed. Right, right? Obsessed. She calls him her grandson, which has very weird implications for me. Or my sister. One of the two of us is very is very weird. (laughs) All right. Well let's 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 do let's do our deep dive. And uh, as we know, the Eagles, they're favored by two and a half. I'm not sure this line might jump up to three before kickoff. We'll see. I, I say jump on it now if you do like the Eagles. The over-unders at 46. How are you playing this one, Cynthia? You know, I have the Niners winning this game, which is kind of crazy to me. I think, I think both games this week are full of points, so I think a lot more scoring than Vegas is giving either team credit for or either game credit for. But when I look back and I try to map out what's going to happen – with this Brock Purdy-led offense, to me, the upset seems likely because of Kyle Shanahan and his ability to use empty formations. So when I was looking at empty formations, that's what happened with the Cowboys last week. It did not start off pretty for Purdy, and then they use these empties, which basically allows the defense to spy what's going on, right? It helps. It gives a huge tip-off to Purdy as to whether it's going to be man or zone and who's covering whom and where the holes are. And when you have as many different options as Purdy has, it just becomes difficult. And I do really, really like this Philadelphia defense. But without Avante Maddox, it's a very significant difference in the back middle third of the field, which is where Kyle Shanahan is really, really good at targeting. Now, Maddox may play, and if he's 100%, that would make me feel better in picking the Eagles. But I still think it's a Niners game. And I understand Purdy's young, and there's never been a rookie that's made it to the Super Bowl before. But at some point, that's got to change. You know, he he did not look great against Dallas, and I know Dallas number one defense in pressure rate. Uh, the Eagles number two; they've got seventy sacks on the season, but overall the best pass defense in the NFL. I just, you know, I think these these teams are very evenly matched, 
but I, I just think, you know, and, and, and it was a rough knock them down, drag out fight against the Dallas Cowboys. Now they have to travel across the country and Purdy hasn't played in a lot of road games, especially against this type of defense. I just think this just might be a, a little bit too much for him. I'm on the Eagles side here, Cynthia. I completely understand. I was a little surprised when I saw mine as well, but look, I, I was, I was, you know, I, I do it all by math and I do it all blindly. So that's just, and then I follow that. That's my, that's my plan. That's my process. So I was a little surprised too, but that's where it netted out for me. Uh, really quick. Also the Eagles, I'm sure you know this, the best first half team in the NFL, they're first in points per drive, first in touchdowns per drive. And they had a plus 149 point differential in the first half. And oh, by the way, you get the Eagles in the first half at minus one and a half. Do you like that play? I like that. I think that's fun. I definitely think that's fun because I think part of what makes Shanahan so great is the fact that he is able to adjust in second half and create that opportunity for his quarterback like he did against the, the Cowboys. And by the way, that's a similar defense. You talk about the pressure rate. It's not just the pressures. It's how the pressures are generated. The number of pass rushers needed, which is only four, which means less blitzing, which means more guys dropping into coverage, which could mean some tough things for a Brock Purdy who's not used to seeing that as often. You know, you know like me. Your, I'm gonna I like be- that first half route. Um, I'm going to be playing. By the way, I, I like the under here as well. The under o- over is at 46. Do you have a side here that you like in the total? I have 48 in total points for me. So I, that's, it's an over. I actually have both games as overs this weekend, which is hilarious after last week. But, you know, but that's where they both fall for me, just slightly over. They just think that Vegas is a little bit too punishing. I know these are great defenses, both of them. But sometimes that pick six situation can also be one of those things that just totally breaks your over under. And uh, you know, I'm going to be playing a ton of prop bets um, in order to beat the 49ers. You've got to pass the ball. So I've got Jalen hurts over 32 and a half passing attempts. Here's an interesting one. Um, Brock Purdy over eight and a half rushing yards, the Eagles second best in pressure rate and quarterbacks are averaging 40 rushing yards against them in their last seven games. It's only at eight and a half. I think that's a very fun one. I love those like smaller numbers. And then the funniest part is like, there was one where it was like Tom Brady one rushing yard and he didn't even get it. But look, like I love those. I think they're smart, and I think that's a really smart one to target, especially because sometimes when you panic, you run, and that could that could net some yards for you, even when because you're going to panic a little bit. I mean, I understand we've seen him be just nailed, and Brock Purdy's incredible, but you know, at some point you're going to have a little bit of a panic moment. Um, it, it, I had Cynthia, I, I had uh, Stefania Bell on the show earlier today, uh, breaking down all the injuries and, and whatnot. She does, and you, as we know, she's uh, full disclosure, huge 49ers fan. She doesn't seem to be too concerned yep. with Christian McCaffrey and Elijah, Elijah Mitchell and, and Debo Samuel. Do you have any concerns there in regard to the calf injury that, uh, well, that, that it, C-Mac is playing with? I mean, I think I'm more concerned about Elijah Mitchell. Like that was strange because we kind of didn't see what happened there, and I don't know what's going on there, and he was on the injury report. So very interesting one. I mean, if, if she's not, I don't know if that's her fandom, but I do think she's a big professional. So if I feel like she would be sort of overly worried as opposed to under-worried. So, I mean, if Stefania says it, I'm going to believe it. But at the end of the day, I also think we've seen Christian McCaffrey be on the injury report with, like, a bunch of things. They didn't need him at the end of that game. It was smart for him to stay out. Those are That's a mean Cowboys defense. So I think in this game, at least, you know, I'm not that worried about him. I'm not that worried about any of his totals. I like him to score an anytime touchdown. I think that's a smart one. 
Again, Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's turn our attention to the later game, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time is kickoff. Uh, Kansas City now favored by one and a half. This line's been all over the place because of the news of Patrick Mahomes. Opened up at one, got went up to one and a half, came back down to one. At one point in time, Cincinnati was favored. Now uh, we're a little over 24 hours away from kickoff and, and Kansas City favored by one and a half. The over-under is 48. What's your play here? I have the Chiefs winning this game by at least two. I think it's funny. If I were Patrick Mahomes, I would have tried to, like, like limped off the podium just like as, jo- as a joke. Like, I mean, what, like, what are we doing here? We're, like, all thinking, like, okay, we're going to watch what he does in practice, and we're going to say that that's how it's going to be when this defense is coming at him. Okay, you know who had the most pressures in the defense? Uh, the number one singular pressure cooker this year was Trey Hendrickson. He had the most. So, like, it's not going to look the same. I, I do think that's kind of silly. But what I do really believe in is Andy Reid's ability to craft game plan A, B, C, D, and E with a week of understanding that this high ankle sprain is real and there's some there's going to need to be some adjustments. But my, my main thing here, and you can tell Mama Mimi this too, is the guy, you know, we, we all, we close our eyes and we think about Patrick Mahomes like running and extending dropbacks and just doing like absolutely horizontal throws and crazy things, which he does masterfully. But he also threw the most touchdowns from a clean pocket, meaning his O-line gave him enough time and his ability to navigate and manipulate his own pocket, moving it left, right, whatever direction he needs to go. He also had the most touchdowns of, the, of that nature this season too. So it's not like we're talking about a guy that only improvises. We're talking about one that we just remember it because he's so good at it. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, and you said you have the over in this matchup as well. At, at, and that's, that's sitting at 48. So I feel stronger that the Niners will win, but I feel stronger that there will be more points scored in this Kansas City and uh, Cincinnati game. Here, and, and I talked about this with Stefania Bell. This, this, is, this is what I'm – and listen, I'm not sitting here saying that, you know, any, uh, that a, a Bengals player is going to do anything malicious, right? But I've played the game. It, it happened. Like, these Cincinnati Bengals defensive players know that, that um, Mahomes is coming in with a bum ankle. They're going to be tackling yep. low. I, I mean, they're, they're not going to be targeting the ankle – but they're going to be tackling low. The way that they're going to be trying to tackle him, bringing him down, putting pressure on that foot, putting pressure on their their tackle style is going to be in a way that could potentially re-injure or re-aggravate. That is going to happen. That is gamemanship. That's what happens in the NFL. That's another thing that I'm worried about, right, is, is Patrick Mahomes not finishing the game, Cynthia. I mean, it's a legitimate concern. The, the, the couple of things I will say are that I do think that, like, we've seen Isaiah Pacheco be a very reliable runner. We've also seen Jarek McKinnon's use in the short passing game become stronger and stronger as the season has, has progressed. And Andy Reid, look at his, his pass even dating back to the Eagles. He's truly able to make use of all of that stuff. So while I'm, while I'm very – like, I agree with you. I think the gamesmanship will absolutely be there. I definitely think that – there's a number of opportunities for, you know, not so great things to happen if you're, you know, watching the game. I don't want anyone to get hurt ever. So, you know, it's definitely possible. But I also think that the way that you've seen this team be able to counteract some of that with Patrick Mahomes throwing touchdown passes to the most different receivers this season means that there's a lot more in their playbook than just like one or two things, right? And I think that this week they probably added four or five more that could really add and, and really 
change the cadence of this game, meaning, you know, it just won't be as likely because they're going to keep him out of pressure's way. It's not just going to be like, you know, the O-line being like, okay, you guys just like can't let him get hit. I think it's also going to include, you know, some strategic plays away from him, shifting the line, making sure that the run game is smart and effective and efficient. Uh, talking about the run game, I, I like both Samaji P. Ryan and Jarek McKinnon over receptions and over receiving yards. Um, P. P. Ryan is running more pass routes than Mixon and has the last two weeks. And McKinnon, from what I understand, is a better pass blocker. So I would imagine Andy wants him back there protecting Patrick Mahomes and Mahomes looking to him to dump off. So I'm going over in receptions and over in receiving yards for both P. Ryan and McKinnon. What are your thoughts on those two prep bets? I like it because we haven't seen P. Ryan. The P. Ryan stuff was really interesting. I saw a number that was like, I think it was like 16 and a half receiving yards for P. Ryan. And I think that's a great number too. I think it's interesting because, you know, you, it's kind of the same thing. Both quarterbacks need to really adjust to pressure and be very good against it. And P. Ryan will be an outlet pass for Joe Burrow. Like last year, I think like last year, last week we swung too far, right? Like we Bengals, it was, you know, their O-line's done, they're, they're done for. And now this week it felt like after that Bills win, it was like, well, he doesn't even need an O-line, right? And you're kind of like, no, it's, it's somewhere in between, right? Like Chris Jones is still coming for for Joe Burrow and that he rushes from the interior and that's not great. And he has the most interior pressures this season. So I do love the outlet passes to both of the running backs in this game. And I, I agree with you. Like I, I, and I think P Ryan's like underrated, like big time underrated. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. She's getting you ready for both the ABC and NFC championship games tomorrow. Before we let you go, some big news here in New York. And really it's been, the, it's been the hot topic of this show. I opened up with it at noon, and that is the uh, the hiring of Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> um, when when you heard that the Jets hired Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator, what was the first thing you thought, Cynthia? That they're getting a veteran quarterback by the name of <laughs> like it's. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people would like to say Rogers. I don't. I like the the cap. It, I mean, fifty nine million is where it's at right now. Like, there's some very interesting maneuvering to make sure that that's. I, I don't know how that all works, and I do actually think Joe Douglas is a really – not only is he an epic uh, draft man – is that a word? Drafter, whatever the right word is for the purpose who mm-hmm. picks the people in the draft. He's epic at that, but he's also very, very good in free agency. I mean, some of the best free agents have seen DJ Reed, like just comes to mind like right in a minute, and the O-line retooling as well. So, I mean, look, it, it'd be fun to see that guy that you're alluding to that – you know, look, green to green, we've seen, we've seen this place somewhere before, you know? I, I feel like I've heard this some, somewhere before. But ultimately, it's interesting to, to think about what could, what could be the potential there with, with, if, with that, uh, that particular set of, of players with that particular quarterback. Here's what's surprising to me, right? Because we saw Nathaniel Hackett fail miserably in Denver with a solid quarterback in Russell Wilson. And so for him to get an opportunity – you know, Robert Salas said he interviewed over 10 people, potential uh, offensive coordinators, and this is who he rolls with. Based on what you know and what you've heard, because I've heard a lot, if I've heard a lot, you've, I'm sure, heard even 10 times more than what I've heard, that uh, how he ran things in Denver. Are, are, you, are you at all concerned, shocked with this hire? Neither of those things. I actually, like, I kind of love it because I think that what happened in Denver is – 
look, like the coach always has to take responsibility for things because that's what a head coach does. And they pay you very well to do that. But at the end of the day, there are some things and we've both heard them about, you know, the way things were set up was probably not the best to succeed. Also, I also think people, when, when you've had something that probably didn't feel that good and you've gone through it, you emerge a better person. And every person I know who knows Nathaniel Hackett talks about the kind of quality human being he is. So I think this will be a case where he comes back bigger and better and focused on the thing that he can do best with a more empowered situation. The word empowerment is really the one to circle here because, you know, we all know there's strange things that happen with, you know, and we remember there's a new leadership group. Everything was very different and, and a lot of new things were happening in Denver. A lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, things that wouldn't happen other places. Let's just put it that way. were happening there. And I don't think that it was his fault. And though I do think he has to take, unfortunately he takes accountability for it because of the nature of his job. I'm sure that's music to the ears of a lot of Jets fans listening because I've been Jets ripping them. Jets fans should be happy. They're ripping them, but you know, whatever. Like that's part of, like if, if you're, when are New Yorkers happy, right? Like you got to win like how many Super Bowls before they get happy? Because I've I've still heard them say mean things about Eli Manning, and Eli Manning has won a bunch of Super Bowls. So you know, it's I love a good I love a good feisty New Yorker. Like happy New Yorkers, I don't know what I would do with myself, right? Like we'd all have to ice skate home if 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 all New Yorkers were happy about it. Oh gosh, you don't want to see me on a pair of ice skates, uh, Cynthia Freeland. I adore you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Always great having you on. We're so blessed you. to have you each and every Saturday afternoon. Uh, I'm glad that your puppy is okay. Uh, enjoy the games tomorrow. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> you got did. it. Cynthia Freeling, the NFL Network. Watch her all day tomorrow. Uh, when we come back, I'll uh, continue with your calls. Jets fans, you gotta be. You gotta feel happy. I mean, Cynthia's all behind it. Two thumbs up, man. She's in. She's in with Hackett. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll be right back. Anita Marks with you. Ninety eight point seven ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. How many quarterbacks do we think are in the NFL, not think, that we definitively feel or know, yes, you can win a Super Bowl because or with? 
I think there's like 14 to 15. I'm not going to include guys that are rookies, and I'm not going to include guys that like have injury issues, maybe like a Tua, right? We don't know that. So does Daniel fit into that category of, you know what, with the right coaches and the right pieces, I think we can win a Super Bowl with this guy. As crazy as I feel saying this, I think he earned the right to be in that group. Now, it would have to be one of those situations where you got two or three really good perimeter players in a top seven run game and a top ten defense, but I think you could say definitively, like, because of what he did this year and getting rid of the mistakes and then making some big plays, I think we got to give Daniel a little bit of benefit of the doubt in that. It's Dan Orlovsky on the Michael K Show. He feels that Daniel Jones is one of the 15 quarterbacks outside of rookies that potentially could win a Super Bowl for a team. Told you, Giants should have picked up that fifth-year option somewhere around $20, $21, million. Not the case now. Danny Dimes, fewest interceptions thrown this season of all quarterbacks in the NFL. And, uh, and now is looking for anywhere between $30 to $40 million. The Ryan Tannehill, the, the Kirk Cousins, the Dak Prescott realm. That's what the Giants are going to have to shell out. Maybe four years, $30, $35 million, $120, $140 million contract, $80, $90 million guaranteed. Uh, And then, of course, you've got Saquon Barkley, uh, who's uh, rejected, apparently reports or rejected a $12 million a year offer. He's he's looking for CMAC money. He wants in the realm of $16 million. If a deal isn't worked out, do they tag? Do they work out a deal with Daniel? And tag, if they tag Saquon Barkley, you're talking about $10 million. Uh, that, that has to be designated by March 7th, just so you know what the time frame is. Some running backs out there that potentially could be on uh, the free agent market, Josh Jacobs from the Raiders, Miles Sanders from the Eagles, and Kareem Hunt from the Cleveland Browns. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Eddie in Brooklyn. Eddie, welcome in. Doing Anita. Listen, um, I'm sitting here. You, do, you, do you realize that um, Patrick Mahomes could go out and have a game like what's name had last last year against him in the championship, Josh Allen, and still lose? Because when you really look at it, the Cincinnati Bengals have a better offensive team, like better wide receivers, and, and they're running back, um, mixing. They got a better team if you really look at it. And then now uh, we're asking Patrick Mahomes to go out here be even – more superhero than Joe Burrows with a bomb leg, with a messed up leg. Yeah, I'm with you, Eddie. I'm on, and thanks for the phone call. I'm on the Big Cat side. I, I think they're one of the hottest teams uh, coming in, and uh, they won 11 straight. Joe Burrows, just, he's a surgeon. He's getting rid of the ball less than 2.5 seconds. I think him and Jamar Chase uh, really do some damage to that Kansas City secondary. So uh, I'm, I'm with the Big Cats. I'm rolling with you. Let's go to Keith in Westfield. Keith, good afternoon. Welcome in. Anita, sun's out, club's out. How are you? <laughs> Your mouth to the golf god's ears, my friend. Can't get here fast enough. Great. Welcome in. Awesome. Just, 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 you know, kind of going back to the last caller, you know, I think this is a media ruse because you got Mahomes right now who is literally just prancing around and then you played at the highest level of quarterback. The moment he's on a three-step, five-step drop, he plants that foot and has to even get any kind of pressure and shuffles. That's pain. That's a high ankle sprain. He's going to be in some pain. Even not getting to him or not even touching him, just rattling him, he's going to be in a lot of pain. To throw off of that back foot, 
any type of a ball that's greater than 20 yards is, is nearly impossible. I just don't know how that, you know, he's going to be able to go and march down the field on this team. Yeah, and, and, and Keith, thanks for the phone call. You know, it's, it's one thing that is not discussed enough is how good the Cincinnati Bengals defense is, okay? Uh, they are quite good. Number five overall, top five against the rush. Lou Anarumo. Anarumo? I, I can never pronounce his last name properly. He's the defensive coordinator. Thanks for the Cincinnati Bengals. The last six games, their defense has held their opponents to 16 points per game. They have uh, top five red zone defense. Teams are only scoring at 52%. Meanwhile, Kansas City, 67%. They have the second highest scoring rate in the red zone. So their defense is second worst in the NFL. And... And they've beaten the Kansas City Chiefs three times in the last 13 months. And Patrick Mahomes has not had a QB percentage, completion percentage, higher than 59% in all three of those games. Okay? Uh, The secret to their sauce, they only blitz 13% of the time. So what does that mean? They have more men in coverage. And also, they play a lot of... A lot of times you'll you'll see like, oh, you know, Dallas plays 70% zone defense or... You know, a lot of times teams play a very high percentage of one style of defense. That's not what happens with Cincinnati. They play a cover two. They play quarters. They play a cover six. They mix it up. They mix it up. It's going be, it's, it's to be tough sledding for Patrick Mahomes, that's for sure. All right, quick break. We come back, and uh, Joe Wiz, who joins us always here on Saturday at 2.30, he's got his own gambling show on uh, 98.7 ESPN. Uh, he'll be front and center tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., so uh, let's get some picks and plays from him, a little preview of what he likes. And also uh, there's some NBA and college basketball games on the slate today. Always love to win some money on Saturday. So now you're heading into Sunday with house money. It's always a good thing. Anita Marks with you, 98.7 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Joe Wiz on 98.7 ESPN brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. So, Joe, welcome in. You ready for the big games tomorrow? Uh, yeah, but I'm thinking about college basketball today. You need it. There's 147 games on the board today, plus NBA. Let's make some money today so we can roll it over to tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, you've got, of course, a show that airs tomorrow on 98.7 ESPN at 6 a.m. I'm assuming that that's going to be wall-to-wall picks and plays for the AFC and NFC championship game, yes? 
Uh, yeah, we'll be talking about it. I'll be more than happy to talk about some of the NFL with you as well. Um, but, yeah, tomorrow morning the fine line will be kicking off at 6 a.m. as we do every Sunday. A couple of big basketball games in addition to the uh, AFC and NFC championship games. Uh, Michigan State's traveling uh, to, to Purdue to take on number one, uh, Purdue tomorrow. And uh, that's going to be one of my focal points. And Villanova's taking on Providence tomorrow and a lot of NBA. So we'll be talking about a lot. So, you know, a lot of people are jonesing today, Anita, because there's no football. But there's certainly plenty of opportunities to make money yeah I, I mean for me you know I, I don't it, it's 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 hard like I'm, I'm just I'm so into football right now I really don't start paying attention to college hoops until after the Super Bowl and then I really get into March Madness um, so it's, it's it's great that you have some picks and plays for us now because as I said it's, it's always great heading into tomorrow when you're ready to, to, to wager on the AFC and NFC championship games it's always great to head in playing with some house money so uh, let's let's start with some of the college games coming up Kansas going up against Kentucky Kansas getting two and a half what's your play here yeah, when you look at it, this game goes at 8 p.m. tonight. Rupp Arena is going to be rocking in Lexington here. Kansas has uh, lost three in a row, Anita. They're the defending champs, and uh, right now you don't see Kansas as a dog too often. Kentucky has won four in a row. Uh, as you mentioned, Kentucky is favored by two and a half here. Uh, I'm going with Kansas in this game here. Um, I'm looking for them to snap their three-game losing streak here. It's only the third time in 20 years that they've had lost three games in a row, and they've played a lot of tough games here. Um, they lost one game in overtime to uh, act Kansas State. Um, they lost to Baylor on Monday night. They've had a whole week to prepare for this game here. Kentucky's coming off a relatively easy win over Vanderbilt on Tuesday night, 69-53. Uh, I'm taking Kansas. I'm buying the half point. Everyone knows I'm always a frivolous shopper when it comes to sports betting and investing. Kansas plus three. Kansas plus three going up against Kentucky. Wisconsin taking on Illinois. Wisconsin getting two. Yeah, when you take a look at this game here, Wisconsin got smoked in the last two games here. Uh, they're taking on Illinois. Um, I think that Wisconsin getting two is a value play here. I gave it out as a big play on my phone service, and uh, I'm using Wisconsin plus the two. Um, I'd like them to knock off Illinois. I think the wrong team's favored in this matchup here. Rice going up against UAB. Rice getting, getting one here as well. Yeah, and you know, it's, what's interesting is, like, some people, you know, they always look at these uh, marquee games that the Big Ten and the uh, Big 12, uh, sometimes people don't pay attention to some of the smaller conferences. We saw last year what St. Peter's did, right, in the college basketball tournament, and sometimes people don't pay attention. They're always looking for those big uh, big conferences. But, you know, you have a game like Rice playing today. Nobody knows about Rice. Most people don't know much about where they're located or anything like that. But Rice is getting one. This line was getting uh, – uh, I, I took them a plus four either and i had him at plus four like two hours ago it's down to one right now line literally moved three points right before you know right before game time here so i got him at plus four uh vice is plus one i still like them at plus one they score a lot of points here and i think they can knock off uab in this game here so i'm taking the home dog with rice washington getting eight and a half against alabama roll tide or no um Washington uh, plus nine is playing Arizona, and Arizona I don't trust as a favorite on the road. Arizona is a very good team at home. Last week they beat UCLA, um, but I think on the road, um, I think the home dog is to play here. I'm taking the plus the nine uh, with Washington there. I think this game is going to be closer than what the spread indicates here. Um, Arizona is not a good road team. Oh, I had Alabama. I'm sorry. And last but not least, you've got Nevada getting one against UNLV. 
Yeah, this is another big game that nobody's talking about out out there. Nobody talks about these type games that nobody knows about here. Uh, UNLV in Nevada, they have UNLV favored by one in this game here. I think they have the wrong team favored in this game here. I, I'm taking Nevada plus one, who's coming off of a double overtime win over New Mexico, but they've had a whole week to prepare for this game here. They're the better team, and they're getting one point. I think that the Wolfpack of Nevada get the job done. So, again, just to recap, uh, Joe Wiz's college basketball hoops plays for today. Uh, Nevada plus one, Washington plus nine, Rice plus one, Wisconsin plus two, uh, Kansas plus three. So you're, you're all about the dogs today, right? Well, I'm generally a dog player. Most people know that almost 80% of the games I generally play, I always look for point spreads where I'm getting points. Um, that's generally my nature in general. I like to give, take the dogs here. Uh, you know, so that's generally what I look for. And uh, this time of the year, you find some good teams that are getting points. Um, and I uh, you know, don't like playing favorites. And you know, it's almost been a year, oh, a little bit over a year since sports betting is legal in New York, Anita. I know there's a lot of new people out there still coming out there and playing and try and educate the beard. It's not easy, though, because a lot of people make a lot of mistakes. They play too many games. They play a lot of parlays, and they play teasers. I tell them to try and concentrate on betting straight bets. That's the number one thing I do. Um, I said, if you want to do parlays, do it, but don't make that your main bet. Make single bets, because when you're betting a single game, you have a 50-50 chance of winning with a little bit of insight from you or I. Their odds go up to maybe 65%, and even people don't realize 65% is a very high winning percentage. But um, betting a lot of games and tying them in together is a recipe for a disaster, and most people don't listen when, when they're betting. I get a ton of people. They, all they want is parlays, and that's a high-risk bet. Again, Joe is joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's turn our attention to some NBA. We've got the Battle of the Burrows happening. As we know, 5.30 is tip-off. The Knicks playing in Brooklyn, going up against the Nets. The Nets are favored by one. The over-under is 223. I, I, I like the Knicks here. Knicks are feeling it right now, coming off that overtime win. Bing Mm-hmm. I like the Knicks as well here. The Knicks are actually the better Bing team bong. right now without – Without KD on the without whatever that bing bong is, I love that noise. But uh, <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn right now, uh, I don't trust them at all. I mean, like it says, um, they gave Philly they could handle, but realistically, um, they're. Ben Simmons was just scratched right before game time. The game goes at 5.30, but he is not going to be in the lineup. So they don't really have many options here. The Knicks are playing really well the last two games. They beat Cleveland. They uh, had overtime. I had them plus nine against the Celtics in that game here. And Knicks have really three options to score. They got Barrett. They got Brunson and Randall. I mean, realistically, the Nets, who they have besides uh, Irving right now. I mean, you know, they don't really have anybody. And with Ben Simmons being out of the lineup, even though he's not an offensive threat, um, I, I took the Knicks plus two. I know it's down to one right now uh and i wouldn't be surprised if it goes down to a pick them knicks are the better team right now yeah i i like the knicks as well i've got a special play that i'll share uh when we get back from from the break before we let you go again i, I know big show for you tomorrow and for us so it all kicks off at 6 a.m with uh with joe Wiz and his gambling show brought to you by bet rivers sportsbook and then uh, i pick it up at seven o'clock uh, getting you ready for uh, the AFC and NFC Championship games. Uh, Matthias Kiwanuka joins me at 8, and Mike Tannenbaum joins us at 10 a.m., and we'll be with you until 11 a.m. tomorrow. So with that being said, any, any, any plays that you feel that you want to get to the window right now on before you feel anything moves in that AFC and NFC Championship game? All four games went under last week, Anita, in the NFL playoffs. 
and I'm expecting that trend to continue tomorrow with the San Francisco 49ers. The total right now is a 46 and a half. Um, I think that this is, you know, when it comes to this time of the year, there's very, there's no room for error. We know that. And with McCaffrey, I think the San Francisco 49ers, you're going to see a similar game the way San Francisco played against Dallas. I think whoever makes the fewest mistakes in that game moves on. And um, like I said, um, you can't, there's not much you can separate from either one of these teams here, but the total here, I feel, is a little high at 46 six and a half they played under and the same thing with Kansas City and Cincinnati everyone thinks that these are high scoring teams here but they're not Kansas City has only played gone over eight times this year and they've un- gone under 10 times here um, and of course the big question mark is Mahomes you know everyone's going to sit there and speculate but until the game starts we really don't know it almost reminds me Anita, when Kansas City played that uh, Super Bowl game down in Tampa when uh, Mahomes was hurt back then we didn't know he was hurt but uh, we didn't realize how bad it was but tomorrow we're going to find out until when that kickoff goes off here, but uh, Cincinnati held Buffalo Bills to a low, the lowest season output of the season, just 10 points, and um, the Bengals' defense is really good, um, and I can see this one being a tight, contested game here, um, not as high scoring as it was last year in the AFC Championship game last year. Fantastic. Joe, thank you so much. Again, Joe is brought to you by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. It's a whole new game. Uh, enjoy the college basketball slate, the Knicks and Nets Later on this afternoon, and of course, the AFC and NFC Championship game tomorrow. Joe, thank you. Thank you very much. You got it. Uh, We come back. I've got a specific play in this Knicks and Nets game. I'll break that down for you. Uh, 800-919-3776. You want to chime in? Now's the time to do so. Why? At the top of the hour, Gordon Damer comes your way. And then that leads into your Knicks pregame show. And of course, you'll be able to listen to the Knicks-Nets game uh, right here on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. As we know, this Knicks team, they've won two straight and against good teams. Cleveland, as well as Boston in overtime in Beantown, 120 to 117. So they got to feel really good about themselves. Julius Randle, it's just like double-double every night. Um, quickly, six man off the bench, averaging 17 points. R.J. Barrett was clutch in that game against Boston. Of course, hitting that three-pointer with about 30 seconds left. And finally, you know, no, no Mitch Robinson, this Knicks team finally trying to come together on the defensive side of the ball and finding out how they could play better defense with no Mitch Rob. So uh, meanwhile, you've got a Nets team who uh, they, they lost to Detroit at home. Get Pena, how embarrassing. 130 to 122. No KD, as we know. Kyrie, of course, is averaging almost 40 points a game. I love Claxton, by the way. Um, six of his last seven games, he's, uh, he's put up a double-double. 
But Ben Simmons, as Joe Wiz just said, he's been ruled out of the game, uh, complaining of knee soreness. Just trade the dude already. Anyway, how am I playing this? I do like the Knicks. I'm with Joe. But also, I like the Knicks in the first half. And you could get them uh, on the money line at even money to be up at the half. They're the third best team in the NBA in the first half. Um, They're the best team in the first quarter. How about that? So uh, 36 and 14 against the spread, the Knicks are in the first half. 36 and 14 in the first half. The Nets, they're 19, 28 and 1 against the spread in the first half. And again, no KD, no Ben Simmons. This Knicks team really feeling good about themselves coming in. Also, the, the Nets, they rely a lot on three-point shooting. And the Knicks have the third best defense in defending shots behind the arc. And also, as we know, the Nets like to play a lot of isolation ball. And the Knicks' second best defense, allowing the second fewest points against isolation basketball and teams that that like to roll with that offensively. So I just think it's a really, really good matchup for the Knicks. So I'm going to play the Knicks to win. I'm also going to play the Knicks in the first half, and you could get that at even money. Let's go to Mitch in East Windsor. Mitch, welcome in. How you doing? How's it going, Thanks for taking my call. Um, what do our Chargers got to do to get into this conference? Now? They're in a tough conference. These quarterbacks, Allen and Borrow and Mahomes, I mean, I think these guys should be three uh, Hall of Famers. And if Borrow wins tomorrow, I tell you, they're going to finally get over the hump, win the Super Bowl. He's going to be, a, uh, he's going to have a Heisman College Championship and a uh, an NFL Championship, just like I believe Cal Williams will do it next year with another Heisman, USC winner all, and being the top pick in the draft, just like Joe Paul. What do you think? Well- you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, Mitch. Thanks for the phone call. You know, I'm, I'll use the word shocked. Um, I'm shocked that the chargers did not fire uh, Staley, their head coach. And, uh, and, and I was hearing, I was getting reports. I was hearing that Sean Payton really wanted that job. Now, granted, in order to get Sean Payton, you've got to give up some drop picks, possibly, you know, definitely a number one, possibly, I don't know, two first round picks. I, I don't know. A first and a second, who knows? conditional you've got to you've got to give up something to go get him from from the saints and also some reports out there is he wanted like something like 20 million dollars a year which is insane i guess you know what what you're paying quarterbacks i guess it's not um i'm just i'm I'm not a big believer in the coach with with the chargers and um if I was that ownership group, I would have done everything possible to uh, to meet with, get with, and inquire about Sean Payton. Because I know Sean wants to get his hands on Justin Herbert for sure. Uh, by the way, I want to remind you, um, it's uh, the final week of 98.7 ESPN Superbox Bonanza 2023. Went over $10,000 in cash and prizes remaining. You can still score great prizes, including Fanatics gift cards, Partesian, home cocktail makers, JBL speakers, and much more, plus the big game payout. $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at the half, and of course the brand, grand prize final score wins a trip to Resorts World Bimini in the Bahamas. Uh, pl- grew up going there with my family a, a lot. It's really, really a great place. Uh, plus $2,000 cash. Get your boxes by listening weekdays. In the 7, 9, and noon, as well as 3 and 5 p.m. hours throughout February 3rd. 
For full contest details, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Make sure you do that. And, uh, and also, the New York Islanders' 50th anniversary season continues with the celebrations and giveaways all season long at UBS Arena. So ESPN New York wants to make a part of this historic season. Enter to win two free tickets to see the Islanders face off against the Seattle Kraken. I love that name. Uh, at home on February 7th. Just download the ESPN New York app, scroll down to contests, and submit your entry. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Be sure to visit NewYorkIslanders.com for team news, tickets, and more. And catch every Islanders game live on the Islanders stream, heard only on the ESPN New York app. So make sure you do all of that. Uh, hey, listen, I want to thank you all for tuning in. We had, I, I felt we had a good show. Borderline great show. Stefania Bell with a great update with all the players we need to be in the know about heading into the AFC and NFC championship games. We heard from Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network. Uh, Jets fans, she likes the hire of Nathaniel Hackett. <clears throat> Excuse me. She's on board. Uh, so uh, opposite of me, of course. So that's got to make Jets fans feel good. We heard from Mama Mimi, Joe Wiz as well. Your calls, talking a lot about the Jets, the Giants. Farmers Insurance Open, the final round today because uh, they, they started on Wednesday because they didn't, want, they didn't want to compete with the NFL in the AFC and NFC Championship games. Uh, getting, ready, getting you ready for your Knicks-Nets game. Uh, Joe Wiz and I were all over the Knicks. I like the Knicks in the first half at even money, by the way. So you're locked and loaded. You're ready to go. You are in the know. Um, so I want to thank, of course, uh, Harvey and Julian who produced the show this afternoon. Gentlemen, thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, I hope everybody has a fantastic evening, and uh, we're back bright and early tomorrow morning. Like Joe Wiz says, his gambling show kicks off at 6 a.m. right here on 98.7 ESPN. And then I come on at 7, getting you ready. Matthias Kiwanuka joins me at 8. Um, we'll hear from Jordan Renan. We'll get an update with the Giants and the contract, potential contracts or tags uh, that the Giants need to decide what to do with both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Rich Samini will join us on the program as well. We'll get an update with the Nathaniel Hackett hire. And, of course, Mike Tannenbaum joins us at, uh, at 10 a.m. And we're with you until 11. So still a lot more coming your way tomorrow morning. That's where uh, you'll find me. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Stay tuned. Gordon Damer is coming your way next, followed by the Knicks pregame show. And, of course, that Knicks-Nets game right here on 98.7 ESPN. Julius Randle is a second coming off I don't know what. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.